Hello. We are so excited that you've decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook and YouTube under Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street in Burgall, North Carolina. The zip code is 28425. If you'd like to give a donation, you can simply go to our website at mtdm.org and click on that donation button. God bless you. Father, for blessing us, I thank you, God, for keeping us. I thank you, God, for hastening your word to perform it. I thank you, God. That you are God. You are El El Yon. You are the most high God. I thank you God that you are here. Because you said you'll never leave us. Nor shall you forsake us. But God now that you're here. Manifest yourself God. In the name of Jesus God. We thank you for manifestation God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. We thank you that everything that we need. We already have it. And we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Open your Bibles to another familiar passage. Hebrews 11.1. Hallelujah. Hebrews. Y'all get it, Hebrews? 11.1. And let's open our hearts to hear what God has to say unto us because this is his word and God only used me to speak forth his word so we want to make sure that our hearts are open to receive it on today the King James version reads now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen now faith is this is what faith is the amplifier says faith no the expanded says faith means being sure the assurance or the tangible reality or the sure foundation of things we hope for and knowing that something is real even if we do not see it the conviction the assurance the evidence about things not seen you may be seated God want me to talk about today stepping out in faith. Stepping out in faith. In order for us to step out in faith, we have to know what faith is. The faith that God has given us is not a natural faith. It is a supernatural faith. It is a faith that we believe for things that we cannot see. That's what faith is. Faith is the substance of things, the assurance. It's the title deed. Faith is your title deed of what you're hoping for. You don't see it, but that's the, it's proof and evidence that you already have it. You don't have to see it to believe it. Amen? Tell your neighbor, say, you do not have to see it to believe it. Say, that's supernatural faith. Say, what kind of faith are you operating in? Say, let us see. So we're going to find out. Sometimes we think that we're operating in God's kind of faith, but we're not. God's kind of faith says, I don't have to see to believe. I know that what God says is what? It is true. So we have to take God at his word. Faith is not based on us. 
Our faith is based on him. So the more we get to know God, we can believe in him. We can trust in him. We can rely on him. We know that he's the vine. We're the branches. And as long as we stay connected to that vine, we can receive everything that God has already provided for us. Our nourishment is in that vine. He said, if you abide in me, abide means you're going to remain in me. You're going to cling to me. You're trusting in me. So that's why you're remaining in me. Come, No matter what comes, you're not going to let go of that vine because you have gotten to know that vine. And you know what that vine does. Your dependency is so much on that vine. And it's reminding me when a person is in the water and somebody is coming out to save them. And they tell them, just reach out and hold on to me. But... Through all of that fear and through all of what's going on in that water, they're fighting that person. They're coming against that person, and that person is only there to save them. They said, if you hold on to me, I can take you to shore. But they are, they are so much in a panic that they're not holding on to that person. They're holding on to that fear. He's divine. We're the branch. And as long as we hold on to that vine, no matter what comes... He said, if you abide in me, my word abide in you, you can ask whatever you will, and it will be what? Done unto you. But God is bringing this because he wants us to see where we are when it comes to faith. So that is the definition of faith. So we know what faith is, and we have to know how faith operates. Faith operates by love, according to Galatians 5, 6. When you know how much God loves you, You can lean on him. You can depend on him. You can trust in him because we know that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's what love does. Love gives. Love is his love is so unconditional that it's not based on us. It's not based on what we do, how we do it, or when we do it. God's love was agape. He said, I'm not waiting on you to do anything before I lay down my life for you. That's what love does. In today's world, we say you have to do this to show me that you love me. And we know that love is an action word too. Because we know that when you love a person, they don't have to ask you to do nothing. This is so much a part of you. This is just, this is just what you do. When um, I say I love my husband, I love him with God's kind of love. Because if I really loved him with my kind of love, when he made me mad, when he made me mad, I won't cook. And which I do. I'm using it for an example. I'm not going to do what I need to do because I'm upset with him. But the agape love that's in me, no matter how upset I get with him, his food is on the table. His clothes is washed. His house is, the house is clean. I'm still doing things out of agape, not doing things out of, uh oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me just pause because I felt something in the spirit. When you know God's love. Faith operates by that love. So when you know God's love, you're not waiting on nobody to do nothing for you for you to do what God has called and equipped you to do. See, this is the problem. When somebody make us mad, we cut them off. We dislike them. We don't want to call them. We don't want to check on them. We don't even want to answer them the right way. But when we get to know God, we get to know his love because God is love. 
And when we really spend time with God and know how much God loves us, we can love others outside of how we feel. Love ain't a feeling. Faith ain't a feeling. We love outside of how we feel. That's why we have the Holy Spirit. We say, Holy Spirit, help me to love him. Help me to love her the way you want them to be loved, not the way I want them to be loved. And that's when the Holy Spirit, come on, that's when the Holy Spirit steps in and the overflow of love that's in your heart that comes from the Holy Ghost begin to flow through you. And you know it's not you because you can love your enemy in spite of how your church have we got there yet? No, no, because it's a daily walk. The more you grow in grace, the more you get to know who you are in Christ, you're not basing your actions on you. You don't base your actions on you. You base your actions on Christ of who you are now that you're in Christ. The more you get to know who you are and what you have now that you're in Christ, you can step out in faith. Some of us are stepping out in faith and don't even know what we have. Don't even know what faith is. So we just step out hoping maybe we'll receive what we're stepping out for. That's not supernatural faith. So we know that faith works by love. We have to know about faith in order to step out in faith. And then the word of God tells us faith is what pleases God. Without faith, we cannot please God. It says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Those that come to him must know that he exists and he's a rewarder of those who, what? Who diligently seek him. So without faith, it is impossible to please God. This is why God gave us his faith. We cannot come to God any kind of way. God has given all of us, according to Romans 12, 3, all of us the same measure of faith. He had to give us his kind of faith in order for us to believe him, in order for us to rely on him, in order for us to trust in him. So we see that faith operate by love. We know the definition of faith. We know it's impossible to please God without faith. So God has given us faith. How does faith come? Faith come by hearing. Hearing comes by the word of what? God. So you need somebody to bring the message of God to you so you can hear it. So the faith that you have will rise up in you for what you believe in God for. So we see faith work by what? Love. It is impossible to please God without faith. God has given us his kind of faith. Y'all, we have no excuse. We have everything we need to live this life here on earth that God want us to live to represent him. God is not going to have us represent him any kind of way, y'all. God wants to receive glory through us. God wants to be glorified. So our first thing that we need to know is who we are now that we're in Christ. And I'm going to do these illustrations because it's going to show us where we are. Give me three people. Please. Three people. That's all I ask is three people. Just line up across there. Three people. Okay, Kathy is representing the spirit. Quisha is representing the soul. Kim is representing the body. 
When we accepted Jesus as our Lord and as our Savior, we were born of the Spirit. We were born from above. This is why when Jesus was speaking with Nicodemus, which was a ruler, Jesus was telling him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, in order for you to see or enter the kingdom of God, according to John, the third chapter, you must be born again. He said, you must be born from above. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So our being born again is it, in the spirit. This is the part of us which Kathy is representing, the spirit part of us. This is the part of us that got saved, the spirit that got born again. The soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions, did not get saved. The body is just the body. The soul is the middle man that motivates the body. This soul did not get saved. So this is why the Bible tells us, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. That way you're going to prove what the what? The good and acceptable. You're going to know the will of God by renewing your mind to who you are now that you're in Christ. Your spirit has everything you need. Everything you need is in your spirit. Now that you're in Christ, everything that Christ have, you have, but it's in your spirit. Because you are a spiritual being. God created us as a spiritual being. We were created in his image and in his likeness. Those that are joined to the Lord are one spirit with him. As he is, so are we in this world. So everything we need is in what? It's in the spirit. But in order for us to get what's in the spirit to over there to the body, that mind has to be renewed to who you are now that you're in the spirit. You do not look at yourself like you did before. Amen. Let me read you a scripture right quick. Go to 2 Corinthians 5. And I want to start at 16. We're going to start at 14. Listen at this. Living Bible. Are we insane to say such things about ourselves? If so, it is to bring glory to God. And if we are in our right minds, it is for your benefit. Whatever we do, it is certainly not for our own profit, but because Christ's love controls us now. Since we believe that Christ died for all of us, we should also believe that we have died to the old life we used to live. He died for all so that we all who live have received eternal life from him might live no longer for themselves to please themselves, but to spend their lives pleasing Christ who died and rose again for them. You get that? You don't live for yourself no more. Now that you're born again, now that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you don't live according to you no more. You live according to Christ. Let me say it again. Now that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you do not live according to you. You live according to Christ. And here's the verse. So stop evaluating Christians by what the world thinks about them or by what they seem to be like on the outside. Once I mistakenly thought of Christ that way, merely as a human being like myself, how differently I feel now. When someone becomes a Christian, he becomes a brand new person inside. 
is, he is not the same anymore and new life has begun. That's your new identity. Your new identity is in Christ. You are known by your identity in Christ. This is how you are identified. Your life is in Christ. Your new life is in Christ. It's not about you no more. The old sin nature that was controlling you, ruling you, it has died. So you don't live according to that anymore. You live according to who you are now that you're in Christ. You know no man by the flesh. We're supposed to be known by the spirit. You're supposed to be known by who you are in the spirit, not by the flesh. Because the flesh is flesh. (laughs) So we don't want to know nobody by the flesh. No matter how they cut up in the flesh, we want to make them to know who they are now that they are in what? The spirit. So once you know who you are now that you're in the spirit, your mind is renewed according to what? According to the word of God. Guess what? You tapping into the spirit. Now it's going to flow to the body and that's how you're going to live according to your spirit. But as long as you're not renewing your mind, your body going to act just like it ain't saved. Your body is going to talk the way it used to talk. It's going to do what it used to do. It's going to go where it used to go. But the more you look into the spiritual mirror, which is the word of God, then the spirit is going to flow the life of God over to the body. And the body is going to be living just like the spirit wanted to live. Spirit, soul, and body. Let's do it again. Everything you need is in. And the mind have to be. To know what's in the. Then it's going to flow to. The body. Let's say the soul here. Quisha. She, she don't want to get up in the morning. She done made up her mind. I'm not going to work. I'm going to call in sick. Even though I'm not sick. I'm calling in sick. Because I don't want to go to work. What is she living? She's living flesh, but what is she living? No, she's living a lie. She's not sick, but she's building her mind up to say she's sick just to get off work. So what's going to come upon that body? Let's do it again. Quisha don't want to go to work. She want to lay there. She want to have a lazy day. So she's going to call her job and say, I'm So she voiced that. And she voiced what? So what is she stepping out in? She's stepping out in sickness, right? So what's stepping out for her? The body. So later on that day, the body is feeling? Because she said, I'm? So do she know who she is? No, because she hadn't made a connection with what? The spirit. Anytime you don't connect with the spirit to know who you are, you're going to live according to the flesh. And when you live according to the flesh, you die. Because the flesh is not about life. It's about death. A carnally minded person is what? Represents what? Death. A spiritual minded person represents what? Life and peace. If you want life, you got to live according to? And if you're not living according to the spirit, you're living according to? So you're going to receive? death. So this is why you have to get into the word of God to know what you have from God, to know what belongs to you. So when the flesh want to cut up, you got to remind the flesh. That's not who you are. 
That's not who God created you to be. God created you in righteousness and pure holiness. And that's how you're going to live today. In righteousness and pure holiness. So then you begin to cast down things that are not lining up with who you are. Through the word of God, right? So remember, everything is in your spirit. So we have to go on the spirit and not on the flesh. So you don't go on how you feel. Quisha was feeling a certain way. She don't go on how she feel. She goes on who she is now that she's in Christ. She ain't, okay, let's say she wake up and she really, you know, she feeling kind of bad when she wake up. But she's been studying the word of God. She's been meditating on the word of God. And the word of God is telling her, the Holy Spirit is reminding her, by Jesus Christ, you already healed. So Quisha began to say, I am the healed of the Lord. Body, you're not going to be healed. You already healed, so you be healed in Jesus' name. Do she lay back down? What does she do? Who's going to get up? The body is going to get up, which is her. She's going to get up and she's going to step out. Oh, y'all don't get it. Even though the body is going through, she's stepping out in faith. Even though she's feeling pain hitting her body, she know that by Jesus Christ, she was already healed. She ain't waiting to get healed. She knows she's already healed. So she's going to step out in faith in her healing outside of what her body is doing. So throughout the day when her body is still cutting up, what is she going to do? She's going to speak to her body and say, didn't I tell you to line up with the word of God? That's not who God created you to be. Pain, leave my body in the name of Jesus. You don't belong in my body. Leave in Jesus' name. Now she's going to begin to thank God. I am pain free. God, because Jesus took the pain. He carried my pain. He bore my griefs. He bore my sorrow. So if he bore it, I don't have to bear it. So guess what's happened? The same spirit that's in Quisha that has raised Christ from the dead is hearing her confession of faith because she's stepping out in faith. That spirit is quickening her mortal body. And then the pain is no longer in her mortal body because she's really stepping out in faith. She's going believing that whatever God says is what God has already done. But the spirit is not going to flow nothing to you outside of what you believe. We cannot quote scriptures to try to get something to work. We got to believe this is what faith does. I don't have to see it or feel it to believe what I have. If God said it, it is done. Spirit, soul, and body. You are a spiritual being. So everything we have is in what? But in order to get what we have from the spirit, it has to come through what? The word of God, the renewed mind. Amen. Y'all can have a seat. We're going to do some more teaching on that. I just want to show you spirit, soul, and body. So we know what faith is. We know that faith works by love. We know that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And then there's another scripture, y'all, that tells us, and I love this one. Listen at this one in 1 John 5, 4. Because everyone who is a child born begotten of God conquers, defeats, overcomes the world. And this is the victory that conquers, defeats, and overcomes the world. It's our faith. Faith is what overcomes the world. So when we believe in what God has done for us through Jesus Christ, we are world overcomers. 
So whatever is going on in the world, we can conquer it by what we believe. Whatever is going on in the world, we can conquer it by what we believe. When the gas prices go up, we can conquer it by what we believe. Just because the gas prices go up, we don't have to worry. We don't have to be in fear because we know who we are. We know our daddy. We know Abba. So we know we're going to still have gas no matter how high it is. We're not afraid of gas prices going up because our God is a God of more than enough. So we're not sitting there trying to say, go down, go down in fear. We're saying, God, whatever goes up, God, the means is already there to, to supply. We spend our time based on us and not based on who we are. Y'all didn't know that? Go back to Joseph. What did Joseph do when there was a famine? There was a famine. They had to live through the famine. God showed him how to live through the famine. That was overcoming faith. He showed him what to do for seven years when they had none and for seven years when they had plenty. God already had a plan. He gave him the plan before it happened. So that's how we know who we are now that we're in Christ. Faith overcomes the world. So when things happen and you step out in faith, you're stepping out in what you believe outside of what's going on in your life. Even though my bills look like they're piling up, I'm stepping out because God said that I have more than enough. God said he have already supplied all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I'm honoring God's word. He's honoring me. I'm giving so it's going to be given back to me because my God don't lie because I'm doing what the word of God tells me to do. I'm not only speaking it, I'm believing what I speak. So I'm going to go forward in what I already have yet I don't see it. That's what faith does. Faith don't wait on money to come. To step out. See, when you wait no money to come to step out, what if that money never come? So you're going to stand still? That's not who you are. See, the God kind of faith that we have, we don't wait on something to happen before we step out. Money is not our God. That's why the love of money is the root of all evil. We step out in faith knowing that we have already what God has said that we have. Amen? Some of us, we trust more in the natural Then we do the supernatural. We trust in, we can go in the grocery store, we buy our meats, we buy our cereal, we buy our canned goods, we buy a lot of stuff in the grocery store, toothpaste, deodorant, you name it, we buy it. We bring it home, we use it like it's nothing. We drink bottled water, don't know what they're doing to that water, but we drink it, right? Why? Because we have faith in that. Don't know who who did it, who put the water in the bottle. Don't know where the bottle come from. Y'all don't know they recycle bottles. Did y'all know if you got people that spit in bottles? They recycle them bottles. Oh, let's talk about it. Say, Say what, Mitch? The water too. But what do we do? With no problem. Amen, somebody. Y'all don't know where these cows and pigs been and these chickens been. Y'all don't know none of this, but you eat it. We believe what man tell us. If they say it's organic, we believe it's organic and don't even know it's organic. We believe because it say it's organic. Help me somebody. We believe that whatever the pack of uh, nabs or whatever say on the back, low sodium, we believe it's low sodium. How do we know? 
Let's go somewhere. I'm taking you somewhere. We believe that if we eat our Cheerios, our cholesterol will be lowered. We believe if we eat a lot of fiber, we'll be able to be unstopped. Come on, somebody. We believe if we take Tylenol, um, ibuprofen, our blood pressure medicine, whatever medicine they give us, we believe it's going to work. Hallelujah, somebody. Come on, talk to me. We believe if the doctor ordered it, it must be good, so we got to take it. Come on, somebody. That's natural. We believe we can get on an airplane and don't even have to see the pilot, but we believe we're going to take off in midair. Hello, somebody. Is that true? Have anybody seen your pilot? You probably seen him, but did you see him behind the wheel? They don't let you go in there. But you believe momentarily you're going to take off and you putting your life in the life of that pilot. And don't even know if they turned off. What is it? The thing that they turn off where it just rides by itself. Autopilot. You don't even know if it's in autopilot. Both of them sleep and you think you're going to your destination. That's what we believe. Come on, y'all. We believe in these things. Go in your house. Look at the vitamins you take. You don't know if those vitamins are going to give you everything that bottle say. That's why down there in the little description, it have a disclaimer. Some things they say is not approved by the what? What if they did approve it? Is it still right? Come on, we believe everything a scientist say. We believe what the news say. Help me somebody. If the news say it, it's true. So we sit there and we believe it. We don't counterreact with what the word has already said. We just take that as truth. I'm going somewhere. Right? I'm getting there to get here. We take everything naturally and we believe it. You sitting in a chair. If the chair wasn't there, you wouldn't sit down until somebody put a chair there. Amen. Right? So the Bible says, check this, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. So the thing is, if God is telling me that he's giving me medicine, y'all, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out the mouth of God. So when I go into the word of God and God is speaking to me, I'm supposed to receive that more than I'm receiving what's in the natural. I'm supposed to believe that more than I'm believing what man say because the Bible tells me God is not man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he shall repent. Have he not said it? Shall he not do it? Have he not spoken it? Shall he not make it good? So when I go into the word of God, I'm going to get me some food. I'm going to get me some medicine because my body is going through. So I need to be revived and restored. And the word is what give me life. But for some reason, this Bible is not like the natural to some people. The natural mean more than this word. And the reason why is because when you don't have the word in you, then you're going to take what's natural over what's supernatural. Because you think that's going to work quicker than the word of God. The more you get to know the word... 
you should know it's already worked. You're not waiting on something to work. It's already worked. It's already been proven. For God created, look up, look around at the things that God created. It was God that did it and not man. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Hebrews 11 chapter is telling you about faith. It's telling you that these people operated, stepped out in faith according to what they didn't see. It wasn't based on the natural. It was based on what God said. He is a supernatural God. God, if you said it, I believe it and it is done. So that's what we have to go on. I want to do this. Could I have two volunteers? Thank y'all. Stand right there. Um, Honey, can you and Mitch bring that table out for me? Now, can I ask y'all a question? Why were you so slow with getting up? Is that natural or what? That's natural. That's flesh. Oh, Lord, she called me up there. I might make a fool of myself. I better sit down here. And could I have two chairs from off of Judah? And Sister Nice, you can fix that tablecloth if you like. I felt you. Put one on each end. Could I have you lovely ladies to take a seat? Oh, isn't that so nice? Do y'all do y'all own wives like this? Let me ask you a question. Do y'all know why you're sitting there? Because I told you to. When you normally sit at a table, what are you waiting on? Okay, how do you know you're going to get the food? Not you. We're going out. How do you know you're going to get the food? You're at the table, you gave them your order, and what do you do? Why are you waiting? How do you know they're going to serve you? Just because it's a restaurant, how do you know they're going to bring you food? How long do we sit there? Wait a minute. How long do we stay in a restaurant waiting on our food? Could be 30, could be an hour. How many go in a restaurant and you want to be there and they tell you, well, maybe a 45, 30, 45 minute wait. How many of us say, we'll wait? Y'all see long now. So they sitting there and they're waiting for their food, right? Because you have an expectancy that that food is coming out, right? Bring out the food. Okay, Sister Nice, I want you to be the first partaker opening that box. Yeah, pour the tea for them.
What you see in that box, Sister Denise? Okay, let me ask you a question about that dirty rice chicken and a biscuit. Is that what you ordered? Is that how you want it? Okay, if it's not how you want it, what do you do with it? And you don't accept it, right? Because that's not what you want. Okay, when the devil is coming at you, and you know that don't belong to you, do you send it back or you just take it? You send it back. Okay, Kim, what's in your box? What kind of chicken you have? Okay. So, are you ready to eat it? Go ahead. Sister Niece, you don't want yours. Okay, who are you going to give it to? You done touched it? She touched it. Okay, let me ask you something. Who trusts Sister Denise enough to know that her hand's clean to take this chicken? Jamie said he'll do it. Joe said he'll do it. Come on, Jamie. Okay, you see how we switch things up? When you trust God, no matter what it looked like, Because you have trust in him, you can move forward. Okay, I I, I caught that. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Kim trusted food so much and she's so hungry she didn't bless it. Jamie loved to eat, but he took the time to bow. Okay, do y'all see? Do y'all see how this works? We go in a restaurant. We trust that restaurant. Check this out. You don't know who cooking that chicken. You don't know what they done to that chicken. You don't know nothing, but yet we sit at them tables and we eat and then we go back to get more. Don't know. Don't know who blew, blew their nose over your food. Don't know who wiped their nose and then picked up your food. But yet we're sitting there patiently waiting to eat that food. That's why we bless it. Kim, that's why we bless it. Okay, that's example one. Y'all continue to eat. And y'all getting so hungry watching, right? Thank you, guys. That's example one. So that's natural faith, isn't it? Okay. This is another example I want to um, give to somebody. Honey, can I hold your keys? We talking about faith, and we talking about stepping out in faith, okay? Okay, who want to take these keys? Come on, Toya. 
Toya's taking these keys. Why did you take these keys? It's some good stuff up there, right? So she took it because she says good stuff up there, right? She took it. So you think you can step out in faith with that? I don't think you can. No. You know why I know you can't? Because you don't know what those keys are. How can you step out in faith when you don't know what you have? Even though it's in your hand. Even though that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He has already blessed us. But when I don't know what he blessed us with. When I don't know it comes through Christ. And it don't come through what I do. I can have it. But if I don't know how to use it. It's not doing me any good. Open the door in here Toya. You know what she going to do? She going to make faith work. By taking them keys and trying to open them doors. But if she knew about those keys, she can walk directly to the door that it would open and walk into. Girl, it's healing on that ring. And when you know healing is on that ring, you can stick that key in that door and just walk into your healing. But when you don't know what's on that key ring, you got healing in you and it's just there and it's not doing you any good. And you still going through pain because you don't know what you got. Even though it's in your hand. When you don't know what you have, you're living just like the world is living. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. In who? In Christ. So everything he has, we have. He's sitting down at the right hand of the Father. We are sitting down with him. That means that we're resting in the finished work. We don't have to do nothing to get nothing. I'm resting in what I already have. So let's say Toya goes home. She gets with my husband and myself. And she says, show me these keys. Tell me. What these keys represent. What, what opens and what, what closes. So we begin to show her the different keys. And Toya begin to meditate on those keys. So the next time she come up in here, she's opening every door in here. She knows that belongs to me. I have a right to this. So when she knows what she has, she can use her authority. Even though the enemy is coming at her that way. That's how you step out in faith. When you step out in faith, you're stepping out in, on what you already have. You don't just step out in faith hoping you're going to get something. You're stepping out because you know what you all, God has already given you. Thank you, Toya. Give me a key. That's a lot of keys, isn't it? So you got to know what you have. He said, I have given you the what? Keys to the kingdom. He has given us the right to bind. He has given us the right to lose. That was quick. Y'all eat quick. Okay, go ahead. Scott says she does. So we give God glory for what? For what he has already done. I got another example for you. And I want to say this. Do we understand faith? Do we understand how faith operates? Faith is not based on what you see. Catch what I'm saying. Faith is not based on what you see. Faith is based on the unseen. So the blessings that we have, we have everything we need in the spirit. 
But in order to get from the spirit to the natural, we have to access it by faith. We access it by faith because we know what we already have. We're not waiting on healing. We already have healing. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is living on the inside of us and it makes alive our mortal body. So when we speak to our body, we're speaking by faith. We're not speaking, hoping hoping that something is going to happen. We're speaking because we know what we already have. You only speak what you believe. You don't speak to get nothing. You speak because you got something. Understand what I'm saying? You don't speak to get. You speak because you know you got. You don't speak to get. You speak because you know you got. If he blessed me with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, I need to know what those spiritual blessings are. I am the healed of the Lord. I am chosen. I am adopted. I am accepted. I am forgiven. God has blessed us with everything we need, but it's in our spirit. So in order to get it from the spirit, we access it by faith. For by grace are you saved through faith, and it's not by your works, it's not through us, but it is a gift of God. So anytime you want something from God, know what you already have and command. God said, command ye me. So we got to command him because we know what we already have. Now faith is. So we're not looking at seen. We're looking at what? Unseen. You don't look at seen. You look at what? Unseen. Now, Philemon 1.6 says that communication of thy faith may become effectual by acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ. When we know what we have, our faith begin to operate. Because we can step out in what we know we already have. If we know we already have it, we step out in what? In faith. So we want to step out in the supernatural more than we step out in the natural. Because we are what? We are supernatural beings. Let me ask you another question, y'all. Can I get... I want to try this. Can I get some more volunteers? Thank you, Mishan. Thank you, Jennifer. Now, how quick did it take them to get up here? Did it take them quick? Okay. Here, Jennifer, for coming, I'm going to give you this. Do you believe it's yours? Do you believe it's yours, Mishan? Do y'all really believe I gave you that? So it's yours. So you're not going to give it back to me. He said, if I want it back, but it belongs to who? So you can keep it. Okay. Here's the illustration. Whatever God has given you, he don't take back. No matter what you do or how you act, I can't take that back. Because I gave it to you. Me giving that to you, Jennifer and Mishan, is not based on you. It's not based on what you do or how you do it. It's based on the love that I have for you. So let's say somebody come to me, Sister Niece come to me and say, why you give her that? She don't do this and she don't do that. I don't base what I give her on what she does. I base what I give her on the love of God that's in me. So that's what God did. He don't base 
things on what we do, what he give us on what we do. If he did, all of us would be what? We will be in what? Trouble. So the faith that God has, has given us is not based on us. It's based on him. It is his kind of faith. This is how Jesus operated, y'all, when he walked in the natural. Jesus walked as a mere man, but he operated in the supernatural. When there was not enough, he looked to his father. He already knew that there was more than enough because God was the source. He was the supply. When he fed the people with two fish and five loaves of bread, he already knew it wasn't enough in the natural. But he said, I serve a supernatural God. So I'm going to hold this up to my father. I'm going to give it to him first. I'm going to bless it. And then I'm going to distribute it to my followers. And it's going to be more than enough. He saw what was going to happen before it happened because he knew the father. That's faith. He was seeing in the spirit when it comes to healing. Jesus knew they were already healed before they asked for the healing. Before they came to him, he knew that healing was already made available for them. And the only thing he did was manifest what he already had. He had healing in him, so he gave them what he had. This is why Peter said... As such as I have, I give unto you. Peter knew what he had. He had the name of Jesus. Can I get one more volunteer? Y'all should have came up. Somebody should have come up. Here, little man. How much you got? Okay, you see how quick he was? Did you know I was going to give you that? Why did you come up? Because I asked you, right? And you got what? Go have a seat, little man. He didn't know what he was getting, but he come up in faith and look what he got. He stepped out in what? So faith is not just doing something to get something. Faith is believing what you have outside of seeing it. Let me say it again. Faith is believing what you have outside of seeing it because if the word says yours is yours outside of how you feel, outside of what man do, if God says what he says, he meant what he says, he hastened his word to perform it. His word will not come back void, but it will go out and accomplish that which he please and prosper in the thing he have sent it to do. His word is forever settled in heaven. His name, his word is above his name so God's word is powerful so we have to take the word for what it is God this is what you said this is what I believe even though all hell is breaking loose around me God I'm gonna stand on what you said because God you don't lie so I'm gonna be still I'm gonna relax and know that you're still God even when it's 11 59 59 God you're still God and you don't lie so I'm gonna fear thou not Nor am I going to be dismayed. Because God, if you said it, you have to do exactly what you said. We need to believe more in supernatural than we believe in natural. Because natural will fail. Y'all, they have to keep making things to make them work. Y'all didn't know? They have to put extra strength on medicine to give you more. 
Because when you take that medicine and it ain't enough, they have to add more to it to give you more. Is that not true? And when that don't work, they got to go to something else. When that don't work, they just say, go home and die. Because we gave you all we can give you. But we have the life of God on the inside of us. We have his life to quicken our mortal body that whatever goes on with us, we can speak the word of life. Pay attention to my words and climb thine ear into my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart for their life unto those that find them and their help to all flesh. If God says that you have, you have outside of what you don't see. Because God is not man. You have to step out in faith. And you step out in faith because that's what you believe. And when someone tells you that ain't going to work, say, you're not the one that I'm relying on. I rely on God. If this is what God is saying, this is what I'm going to do. God will tell you to step out on something that's impossible. And he'll take the impossible and make it possible because you believe. You may not have no money in the bank, but God may tell you to enter a car lot and go get a car. Are you going to do it? Nope. Some of us say, I ain't that stupid. This girl here is. Amen, Jennifer. If God said it, I'm going to do it. Why? Because I trust God more than I trust myself. If God is telling you to do something, God already got the provision there to take care of what he told you. But you got to step out in faith on his word, believing that this is God saying this. This is not me. So I'm acting according to him, not according to me. Look at Abraham. He was fully persuaded Because he took God at his word. Abraham didn't look at how old he was. He didn't look at how old Sarah was. He didn't look at how he could not function like he needed to function as a man. And how old she was, she couldn't have another child. He looked to him. That's stepping out in faith. So God wants the church to know what you have now that you're in him. And once you know what you have now that you're in him, whatever come, you can step out in faith. Because faith access what grace have already provided. Faith access what grace have already provided. God has given you his kind of faith. All of us have it. And the more you get into the word and know what you have, you can step out in faith because you know it's yours. How many of us learn how to tie a shoe? Before we learn how to tie a shoe, seemed like it was difficult, wasn't it? But once we learn, we don't have to look down at the shoe. We just tie it. It becomes a part of us, right? Anything that we learn how to do, it becomes so much a part of us, we just do it. That's how the word should be. The word should be so much a part of us, this is just how we live without someone telling us what to do. Whatever the word says, that's what we do. That's what Mary said. Whatever the word says, whatever Jesus said, do it. And when we do it, we see the manifestation from it. We don't only hear, we act, we do. Faith come by hearing, hearing come by the word of God. So the next time you're stepping out in faith, know what you have. Don't just step out to get something. Step out because you know what you have. Don't be quoting scripture to get anything. You quoting scripture because you know what you have. Some of us are just quoting, quoting, quoting. Quote and quote and quote. I am the healed. I am the healed. I, I am the healed. But you don't think you heal. When you quote, I am the healed, you knowing that you're healed. 
you only quoting what you know. You're not just quoting it to get, get it. You're quoting it because you know you already have it. So that's stepping out in faith. I step out in what I believe. I step out because I know I already have it. I don't step out to get it. I step out because I have it. So quit trying to step out to prove to somebody you walking by faith and not by sight because you might fall in a ditch. When you step out, you're stepping out with assurance and confidence, with boldness, knowing that you have what God has already provided. You already have it. So we need to live based on what we already know we have. Take one verse at a time. Meditate on that verse. Let that verse become illumination and revelation to you. Let it get deep down in your heart. When it get deep down in your heart, it begins to come out of your mouth, and that's exactly how you live. Miracle Temple, we walk by faith and not by sight. I didn't wait on a bank full of money to come off my job. My husband didn't wait on a bank full of money to come off his job. We stepped out in faith, believing that if you said it, God, then you're going to have to do it. Do we get in tight sometimes where it seemed like it's not working? Yes, we do. But I always um, command God. I say, God, that ain't what you said. God, I didn't, uh, you chose me. I didn't cho- choose you. God, I'm your daughter. You're my father. So you got to handle this. I know what your word said. You got to hasten your word to perform this. Because God, you're not man that you should lie. I don't say it. Just try to get something. I say it because I know what I have. So for 20-some years, that's how we've been living. By faith, trusting God, knowing that God is the author and finisher of our faith. That's stepping out in faith. That's stepping out on what we believe. Even though we don't see it naturally, we know that it's already ours. Amen? Come on and give God a hand clap of praise. It's time to step out. And what we believe. Even though your house may be tore up from the floor, what are you believing God for? That's what you begin to praise him for. That's what you begin to thank him for. Wasn't that an inspiring message? Thanks for listening to the end. Join us every Tuesday for Bible study and every Sunday for service. We're looking forward to hearing from you as well. Feel free to reach out to us via the website at www.mtdm.org. God bless you and we'll see you next time.